0: And welcome to episode 22 of Let's Talk Tactics. I'm your host, Zach Bro. Hey,
1: I'm Denimu. And I'm Lock.
0: This week, we will be quickly wrapping up our experiences for CM5 and getting to a hot topic lately due to CM5 and also uh, some side tournaments and just general free match battles because it's kind of spreading a bit. That, of course, is the Keenblade and Eldira combo. Uh, double quick to a lesser extent, but uh, we kind of want to touch on both of those this podcast, so... If you're learning, or you want to learn about those or how to use them, how to play against them, whatever. Here's your, uh, here's your cast. So, how'd you guys do for the rest of uh, class match? I ended up at forty-eight. I think. Well, I'll just let you guys talk about it. So, luck.
2: I ended up at twenty-one. Um, I, uh, right after the podcast, the next couple of days, I had like rough days. I think I lost once, and then I lost like three times the next day. But then after that, uh, like somehow I picked up. I only lost twice, and I almost made top ten if I did not lose. If if I did not miss a full life, so
0: what percent? Ninety-seven
2: percent. So welcome to
0: the club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I missed. There were definitely some ninety-somethings I missed during it. I don't think I missed a ninety-seven. Luckily in this class match but definitely some like 95s or something or 96s i remember it was funny in the stream i, I hit a 96 so like of course you're gonna hit that I wasn't 97 i'm like yep. <laughs> but uh daniel how'd you end up
1: yeah so thankfully uh, i didn't have to uh worry about you know missing any 97 percent or anything I, I remember probably the closest um uh, percentage-wise uh thing like thing i had was uh fighting the player Hassafir. Um, I ended up uh, running on a surefire burst and had to resort to like regular attacks and um, I won the game by hitting like a 38% hit on her like from the side so that was that was really cool. Um, as far as like how the rest of my class matches went, um, uh, kind of had a similar experience to Locke. I, I couldn't really build a win streak. I went like uh, had a bunch of four ones or three twos. There was one day I had a two three and that was Working on like a Glaciala Chell uh, Victoria comp that just didn't really work well for me. I don't know. For some reason, I've never been able to really do Victoria like everybody else has been able to do just because I just I never had her for the longest time. But I um, mm. ended up going five zero the last two days and ended up at rank 40. So I'm pretty happy about my team that I eventually ended up with that I wish I had stumbled upon sooner. So yeah.
0: nice. Now, what, what uh, was that final team? Yeah, it say what was the team?
1: Well, uh, yeah, so I was thinking of bringing it up uh, later because of the way that I used uh, Keenblade. Uh, so it was uh, uh Phoebe, and Gilgamesh. And Gilgamesh had uh, Rob's DMR.
0: Nice. And then, Mike, uh, what was your team specifically at the end?
2: Uh, it was Rinstern, Phoebe, and Glaciala, with Rinstern having uh, Rob's DMR.
0: Okay. Man, two Keenblade people yeah, Phoebe. higher than me. All right. Phoebe with uh, Macharese
1: DMR. So like start off with uh, that damage shield, you know? Right.
0: Yeah, I stuck with my team until the last four matches. So, from my first, what, 36 games, it was all Ruin Stern Victor Rochelle. Uh, but the last couple of days, man, I was just not performing well at all. I was... I think part of it was I was too comfortable with the openers and the lines that I just started getting kind of complacent with it. Um, And there were a couple of times where I was just like, yeah, it's gonna work and I'm gonna win, or it's gonna not work and I'm gonna lose. And I just... I got way too loosey-goosey. So... On the last day, I lost my first match, and I was just like, oh my god. So, I removed Victor from the team, and I stuck Ravias in there, and I started just doing like the regular uh, Kane TMR move 5, no percent to hit you, I'm just going to charm you directly. Ravias strategy, and uh, well, worked for 4 games, so I ended up, uh, ended up at forty, like seven, and by the end of the night, I was 48. But I think, actually, it must have been only you then that moved into the top 50 because i know you went from like you were like 70 and you moved all the way up to like 40 ish which is past me and that knocked me back one but
1: i think i started at over 100 actually and just like blitzed really? through the ranks yeah because i had like i started with a six uh streak and then obviously went up to 11 sure. but yeah so i think you you must have been at like 47 and uh jay benson was at f- like 49
0: mm-hmm.
1: and yeah i didn't see
0: anybody else climb so like didn't push anybody out you know <laughs> right, right. That no one that matters, apparently, because somebody got pushed out. But <laughs> Let's go look at 51 and see who it was. No, but, uh, yeah, Uh, the Rav yes thing, like, obviously, I'm not a big fan of Charm, but it does exist. I had to deal with it the whole time, and it is a decent tool against Evade, which I didn't always have game against, because, I mean, even with the uh, Roar of Ruin buff on Ruin Stern, I mean, I, I was only maybe... Some teams, maybe if they had softer gear or something, it was 100%, but a lot of them were, like, 60s and, like, 40s, and I was just high-rolling people. <laughs> and-
1: I God, I have to share real quick. Like, speaking of, uh, speaking of Charm, like, I ran into a uh, Kane, Ruinstern, Zazen team. Guess which my first target was? Yeah. Yes. That's on. Yes. Yeah. Of course. That's how important Charm is to, like, fight against
2: yeah it's I ridiculous. I've only got a charm once the entire game. Uh, like all' taken them out as soon as I <laughs> see them. So, yeah, uh, and that the one charm that I did get was it was like a freak thing, like uh like Zazan was gonna go, and I didn't have anyone in there it, it, like that was going before. And I saw Gilgamesh charging, and the charge was before Zazan went. So I'm like, he's definitely not going to quicken Zazan, like why? But he does for some reason. And like I had quick Keenblade like just to go like right before um, Zazan goes and then that quick and just like messed me up. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, well, how did you know? Anyway, so that's that was like a mistake that I made. But other than that, it was,
0: yeah. I don't mean, know if that, you, you can't even count that as a mistake. You just like, you we got just, outplayed. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> I think
1: uh, for anyone listening that like is kind of hesitating on like what kind of team comps they want to do and like whether or not you have like a healer built or, like a lower, M, like MR lower, um, like Charm is still, like, I saw, like, uh, like more than one Vadim this last class match. So, like, um, yeah, maybe consider Charm um, except for next class match because we're anticipating a lot of status resistances.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's nice to, well, Charm's not nice, but the availability of Charm units is pretty nice because a lot of people have developed Mia or Vadim or Vistral for mugging uh, in the Guild Chambers. So you just have these MRs kind of and SR sitting around doing another job for you that now they can actually come and be useful in the manual content as well. So that's kind of cool. And it's not like you need to have a super duper like mage masher. Maybe you don't have Venera so you never built one. It's like you don't really need the damage. They just need to be able to be fast, evasive, and get in there. And sometimes not even that. You just have to get a nice quicken or something and just have them move up really far. So I I definitely faced a Vistral. I faced I don't think I faced a Mia, but Zazan I mean a lot of the lower rarity charm units were uh, prevalent in my matches. One of my guildies actually was playing the the Ruin stern Dwayne, Zazan team, and he uh, ended up hitting Diamond Masters by the end of it, and he started in, like, gold or something, or plaid, and, like, he just blasted his way up. Was, was, that, like,
1: was it Pocket or Suiko?
0: No, yeah, it was uh, Lucifer. So, oh. uh, he he asked me, he, like, sent all of his units, he has no MRs built, besides, like, Mont, maybe. Like, I don't even know if he has Mont built. He's like, how am I gonna play this class match? I'm like, uh, what about these? He didn't have Halloween Lillila, he didn't have enough, like, 70s. So he just literally had nothing. I'm like, just finish your Zazan. So he finished Awaken him. I built the steam for him. And uh, I'm like, all right, put this gear on here. This this is and he switched around and then he then he, like the next day he screenshot, like, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got two people charmed and one's dead, and he's like, it's working. <laughs> um,
1: you monster.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then by the end, I think he took uh I think he took Dwayne out of the team and put Agrius in or something. Like he was switching Agrius in for the two, one of the two like dark bros uh and doing fairly well with that as well so um i think that was another one where he had like disable confused charm on like everybody's <laughs> doing his job but yeah so lots of interesting things and talk about my guild too it was really cool cuz the last couple of days um people are getting more vocal about actually playing in the class match which i think i noticed from a lot of like we've had a big influx of players in the pvp discord and in my guild we had like seven of us in the chats at the end of the nights so, like i would turn off my stream and then I'd go to the guild discord and there'd be like seven people like just like talking about class match and like three people streaming their matches at the same time and we're just like watching through It's like a little party It's fun. I know that
1: you've always cherished this like goal of having like a pure like live <laughs> pvp only guild and like it, it sucks to like that we have these guilds that have been established way before we like really came together as a live pvp community you know um, but it's it's cool to see your the, the progress of your guild uh, as it Progress is more with live PvP. That's cool. Yeah,
0: we got our thirtieth member today. We're back up to thirty. We'll see if we'll see if nobody burns out in the next twenty four hours because that's always what happens when you hit thirty. Someone's like, "All right, I guess I can leave now." It's like, "No, <laughs> stay." Uh, but he mentioned that he's uh, into live PvP, so I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> another one." <laughs> but anyway, uh, enough about that. Uh, actually, real quick, congratulations to Vinny, uh, ex guest on the podcast. We'll have him back at some point. Um, <laughs> listen man he uh, took first place in this class match he dropped exactly one game and it was a game where he disconnected so and he by his account he was saying that it was basically a win it just connection went out so crazy showing from the player who is not at all a whale or even a dolphin um, bacterium. but yeah bacterium as he, as he says um, he was playing double quick in Glaciala with Shell and Nivlu uh, he's just, I mean, he was on our podcast about agility tuning and quick and all that. So, I mean, go check that out if you want to hear him talk about it. He basically is taking all that knowledge, refined it even further until now, and then took first place in class match. So, congrats to him. Uh, but also, at least three of the top four teams of class match. I, we don't know the the other person, uh, but the three that we do know were double quicken teams. So. Very successful strategy, and it kind of leads us into the topic for this week, which is, I guess, the overall topic is taking extra turns or being unfair, <laughs> as some <laughs> might call it. So let's kind of dive into that. Um, I, I, let's lay the groundwork real quick. So quick, Quicken is an ability that basically fills your CT bar up to the point of whoever has the highest currently, so you take the next turn immediately. Now, it's like that because if someone's at 105, it doesn't show on the bar, but you can go over. And you'll notice when they take their turn, they might be at like 45 CT instead of 40 after that initial 60 from taking their turn because they actually overflowed. It just doesn't display. So if you uh, get quickened when someone else is like 105 on that same clock tick, you have to meet them at 105 to take the next turn. So that's that's generally how that works. Um, yeah, so you take another turn. Then Rob TMR which is called Glinting Armor, it is a tool. I'm just going to call it a tool because it's not even an armor. It's just at this point, it's an ability. <laughs> like No one cares what it does other than that. Not I'm half joking. But uh, it gives you 20 slash deck uh, for three turns for allies and like a little square around you, kind of like Rain's TMR. But more importantly, it restores your CT by uh, War of the Visions Calcs 500x. That's because there's scales on like a 1,000 for like the data mining calculations in the background. That's why decimals work. But it's basically plus 50 CT. Ildira LB, as we know and love, gives... How much is it? I always forget if it's 60 or 80. Sixty. 60. That's what I thought. It's 60 CT. So if you combine them both, it's 110 CT across the two. And if you use them in sequence and clock ticks go by, like it, it, it ends up skipping turns. So, Locke, you've used it uh, quite a bit at this point, right? So um, I
2: have, I've never used them two together, but I have oh, been, okay. I, I've played other people that have used it.
0: And then, so I'm, I'm
2: very familiar with it.
0: But Daniel, have you used them together? Yeah. okay. so kind of describe how you would set up a team to make it happen and what the goal is of the team composition combining those two abilities.
1: So it's kind of it's kind of complicated to get into because you have to have a team that is basically the, the goal of the team is is to have as high agility as possible. Um, especially for your keen blade user and uh I, I wish i wish we could have like lucky or somebody on uh this time so that like he can really go like they could go into like their strategies for like just hyper agility tuning but so um like you can, you can get a unit to like 120 or whatever and be pretty pretty sure that you can get the the combo off but basically the the fundamental thing about the the combo is that you like you need to go first um at least the the keen blade uh user so that they can buff ct of the the units that are um that are slower quote unquote um and uh, especially like Ildira, so that she can get her lb off so basically you're, you're ensuring that you get like um like the first two turns uh, round of turns before your opponent goes um and but like you you have to um position units so that they can all um be in this in the the area for the buffs like um, not just keenblade but uh, Eldera's elder's so well except for like she doesn't
0: have Eldera's to hit herself. LB LB yeah, yeah yeah like her LB
1: yeah so uh, Eldera doesn't have to like um like hit herself with her LB like it's you know she just has to like hit who she targets but um yeah so it's this it's this weird um kind of I guess I would say niche um uh, kind of composition where like you don't really focus on like damage or defense or anything it's just pure agility like cactuar vc um like scion or now black rose Eleanor, whatever just like as much lightning and obviously um secret orders um uh, just as much agility as you can stack and um to be able to make sure that you um, kind of stack the odds in your favor for whether or not you can um, just get as many turns as possible before the, the opponent's turn, and so you don't really have to worry about damage because you're you're taking so many turns that uh, you're you're just stacking like attack types and stuff, and that's how you see win the match. Bitches don't die now. Yeah. <laughs> without without like them getting a single turn, so yeah.
0: Right, and so the armor is equipable only by the like quote unquote heavy armor classes. So um, yeah, it's, are, it's armor. Yeah,
1: uh, it's it, it's interesting because like it, it increases slash attack, and it's really relevant for at least the the, the unit wearing glinting armor because like uh, almost I think every single job that can equip it has a slashing job. Um, if I it, it, I'm depend- looking at the it jobs. depends
0: on who like the like Glacella technically has ninja sub job, yeah, for sure can. has thief sub job, but yeah, um, yeah. So the the two fastest holders uh are og stern so like the original stern and glachella uh now what would surprise a lot of people is glachella has two 12 agility passives but she can't get as high as original stern can uh i think he beats her by two agility if i remember correctly when you yeah, stack correct. everything maxed out um and that's like that's bells or in glachella's case you could technically put or i'm sorry not bells uh because you have the glinting armor uh it's like double hermes right Uh, Or in Glacial's case, you can use the Wind Spear that gives plus five agility plus like six Hermes, and it gives you the same um, because of the way agility stacks. Two six Hermes is the same as a six and a five. So, Um, yeah, they're like at one fourteen or something or one eleven, somewhere in that range before Affinity, and then Affinity bumps them up to yeah like the one twenties. So generally, they take the first turn. And there's a clip on my Twitch which actually might be out of like, it might have been pushed out. Now, I may have to make a clip and put it up on YouTube, but it's... You may say, like, oh, well, they take a lot of turns, but you have to, like, spawn near them. It's like, no. On the free match map, we spawn in opposite corners and they walked across the entire map and I got cleared out by a ruin stern hazard crash. Like, yeah. that's... It, there's no... There is no counterplay if you don't have a unit fast. And you, no you say, oh, well, we just have a fast unit. My shell had a hundred and... For agility 108, something like that never took a turn, never took a turn. It was absurd, and that was the first day where I was like, Oh, this is a problem. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it's one of those things that like I saw the TMR, and like we knew how a deer worked, and it, like it made sense that you put them together, take a bunch of turns, but. And it's interesting. That's the cool thing about it. It was an interesting effect. It gives you a buff. You have these plays you can do with it. I know, uh, Locke, you talked about you've done stuff like in between where you just keen it for... Or Daniel also talked about where you keen it for value. Where it's just like, oh, they're going to hit me. I'm just going to bump up my next turn in the middle of a game. No big combo with Eldira. Just value play. And that's cool. But is it okay? <laughs> so... Um, yeah, give me some thoughts. I don't know if one of you has something immediately on your brain, but about this TMR and if you think it is unfair or if it's just powerful.
1: That's a good question. I think both. Um, it's it's really like any kind of CT manipulation. Like, it's going to be unfair but powerful. Um, and I think Rob's TMR more than... Uh, Eldira's LB and even Time Ages with Quicken. Um, this is this is really like the far ends of like uh, abusing CT or like manipulating you know CT manipulation. Uh, because I, I like to think of Quicken as being uh, like uh, like the kind of CT manipulation that uh, like free to play players can access just as much as pay to paid to, you know spenders. Um and you know, like if you if you can grab Eldira and like max her, um, you can still use her as a free-to-play player, but um like nobody really focuses on Rob. So this it's 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 really like you see, like spenders are, are gonna be the ones that like really using this in in my experience. Um so it, it's kind of giving them more of an edge uh, in terms of CT manipulation than um then like maybe uh let's see. Uh, a large percentage of the players, if not a majority. Um, And one of the one of the reasons why it's a big deal is because positioning and such is usually so important. Like when you're going first and you can have uh, you can like depend on going first and getting this combo off, you can just position initial position like in the middle of the map. You don't have to worry about and you can just focus on agility and you know, you don't have to worry about defense. You know, you really have to worry about offense as long as you go first and you can get this combo off. Um, you just try to start as close to your opponent as possible. And I think that gives you a, like having that higher chance of just like winning the match, having that advantage. Um, it just kind of sucks to go up against and it's not really when it, when you say it's unfair. Like that's like Rob's TMR is really kind of putting the, the I don't know, the wrapping the the bow on the present or no
0: the cherry on the cake however you want to put it cherry on the cake yeah so that's an important thing too two notes based on what you just said i meant to say that earlier is ignoring the fact that barely anybody built rob for like the longest time until like you said spenders who saw this and saw that it was valuable for live pvp or at least something cool to try or do and then now it's just becoming a really common thing uh that's separate from the argument of should it exist, kind of thing. Like, it's it's kind of like Ziza. Like, everybody ended up building her for the most part because of raids and PvP and everything. And her TMR's broken. Her TMR is not okay. It shouldn't exist in the way it does. So, that's, I would already be like fine if that was gone out of the game, but it doesn't matter accessibility of Ziza. So, while I agree, it is nice that it happens to be on a unit that isn't as favorable, especially right now with the EX jobs, it gets kind of insane. But, uh that doesn't change whether or not it's you know it doesn't change the argument of the item itself and if it's okay um and then yeah the distinction between unfair and unfun is very important i think i've touched on this before but just because you don't like playing against something doesn't necessarily make it broken it's just you don't like it whereas there's something you can somewhat measure something being unfair because it is just either miles beyond something else it breaks fundamentals of the game that shouldn't be able to be broken. Again, shouldn't is an opinion, but uh, it's that extra degree of... It's just... It's hard to argue against, whereas yeah. th- like things like Quicken is unfun sometimes because it skips your turns, it can mess up your positioning, but I also find it a somewhat essential tool to exist because of uh, problems that people have complained about, with, like turtling and stuff. It's a tool to stop that, and it, I feel like it's a necessary evil because of that. Now, Double Quicken is kind of a another beast because you can just blow people out and move across the whole maps, similar to how the TMR works. But your opponents still do get a turn, usually. Either they go first because you're tuned to go on the second turn, so you get instant triple turn, or uh, you go first and then you have your stuff charging, and they generally will get one to two turns before you're... Uh, double quick and target starts to go. So there's at least some interaction and ability to counterplay, put a buff up, put some barriers up, but the keenblade thing is just that doesn't happen. It just it skips all of that phase and goes right to the kill. So that's I think some notes to think about while we're talking about this, but uh lock uh your thoughts so far.
2: So um I I kind of agree. I I think that uh I think the combination of keenblade plus Ildira uh getting that extra turn on a very small map is uh I I would say that's the line where it breaks because you you don't get any chance to do anything. For example, like um, if you have a hyper carry like Glaciala and you have two quickens, uh, you can kind of achieve the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like Glaciala can you know leap and then uh, use her Kizas TMR leap and go and kill everybody in like one turn or two turns, or whatever. But the distinction, in my opinion, is that you have a small window where she's charging. Right. So. Uh, <clears throat> So in most cases, like the charge turn is already two ticks, at, at least two ticks, if not more. And that's usually like say like you can probably get away with like 90 something agility to uh to take a turn in between. In that turn in between, you can take get things like Sentinel or Immortal Spirit off or something and protect yourself from getting wiped out. Like if if you have a very, very slow team, okay, well then you shouldn't have that slow a team. But the bar to survive it is not insanely high, in my opinion. <clears throat> Like, if you have a 95 agility something uh, unit that, uh, and you're trying to survive that combo, you can use, like, say, again, the things I mentioned Sentinel, Immortal Spirit, uh, Shields. uh, You you probably can't get off uh, buffs like Protect because it'll take some charging time. But you have, you know, you have some things to, you you can do some things. And you can also move your units around as well so that they're not all clumped together to get hit by that, uh, uh, you know, Leap Strike or something, right? Whereas with this combo, there's nothing you can do unless you ha- have a higher agility than that clean blade user. It's very hard to um, survive that. And I- I've done some calculations myself to see what the agility of uh, original Stern and Glaciala is when they're doing this. Uh, with Affinity, uh, Stern gets up to 127 agility in the game, and Glaciala gets up to 125. Um, usually, like your units are. Not getting anywhere near that unless you, unless you specifically build like Hector or something. So um, it's, in my opinion, it's it's not. I I think it's it goes to from like oh this is cool to this is unfair, hard to play against it. Like I, I I could see if the if this was left alone and people didn't like tackle this as a problem, it like uh, that's all we would see. Like we would see like dodge teams on auto and we would see clean keen blade teams on manual. <laughs> that's what I that's what I think would see.
0: Yeah, it's, it, I mean, even the Keenblade targets can be people like Glaciela who have sure hit, too. So, like, even if you're evade... Like, so the the three, uh, re- like, to start answering the problem, my first thoughts were be evade to dodge it, be tanky enough to live through it, or be faster than them to try to kill the threat first. And it just so happens that typically people tend to use Glaciela for it rather than using Stern from what I've seen. Uh, I know Lucky... I think Lucky uses Stern because he's faster, but... I think people use Glacella because she's a reliable damage source. I could be. Maybe I'm wrong, but I've seen Victora too, but she's slower. Um, She has Sure Hit. So even if you need to back... Like, if she's not the third unit that's like the kill unit, she can still generally get an attack turn in there because she gets... It's Keenblade first, typically. So on the second and third turns, they get to do stuff too. (laughs) So Glacella has the Sure Hit. And, um, but anyway, so because of Glacela, Frederica and Nivlor are some of the fastest units in the game, if you stack agility on them, just because their base is so high, uh, Frederica has the advantage of having Shadowrunner for additional agility, but, so so you have a chance to kill Glacela, or Ildira. What? So, they can okay, do it from but... across the map, so you might just not spawn close enough to them to even be able to do it, so it's a tough issue. So, Locke, I know you have stuff um,
2: to do So like I've been doing a lot of matches over the last two days, uh, probably around like 40 matches or so. And of the manual matches that I played, I think about half of them were Kingblade users. So wow, that's yeah, a
1: lot different than I, I, months
2: I've, ago. Yes, I've seen like I've seen like so many variations of it too. Like I've seen one where uh, uh, Victura was the Kingblade user and Sakura was the Hyper Carry. And then I've also seen one on auto as well. Like someone managed to get this combo off on auto, but it was like a lot slower. So, like, manual players will likely have some chance of of killing this uh, team on auto. Um, But I I think that's the reason why people are starting to switch to Stern. Like, if this is what you're, like, if you're encountering other Keenblade users a lot, basically your Keenblade has to be faster than their Keenblade and you win, right? So, I think that's why you switch. Uh, And the second thing is against evade teams, um, if if I'm using. uh, like Fenrir, uh, because like the Kingblade user will likely have Odin, because you want to have the highest agility ever. So on your hyper carry, if, say it's like Stern, If you put um, Fenrir VC, sorry not VC, if you put Fenrir the uh, Esper on him, he gets twenty eight uh, AP. So if he is Roar of Ruin, that comes up to thirty six, and he can use Hazard Crusher. So uh, if you give him an accuracy card like Blades of Grass or egg we see, that's you know 15 to 25 and then plus 40 accuracy from Roar of Ruin. And the dodge team that you're fighting does not have a chance to use your dodge buff. So that's a lot of stacked accuracy, and the evade teams don't have, an, have a chance to evade, like have, have their dodge buff on yet. So usually, I, I think the chance to hit them are still pretty high, even with just ruin turn, even if, you don't have, even if you don't use Glashulla. Right that's why I think it's a problem. Like, I think if, if dodge was the natural counter to this team, then I think it's an okay combo because, you know, you're you you you're tossing coin on who you're facing. And if you face dodge and you lose, then okay, that's a kind of right, fair. You get
0: the sort of triangle effect of like exactly. the meta, rock, paper, scissors type thing, which I'm not a big fan of rock, paper, scissors, Metas, but at least if they exist, there's always counter game playing gameplay. And it's not just you're, you're not just screwed by this one, like SS tier thing exactly yeah
2: so that's so that is that's again that's a, a,
0: the reason why i think it's
2: unfair because i don't see like a natural counter to this
0: and taking um, through it isn't again because like we said earlier the the main thing is the counterplay exists but it doesn't happen because you don't get a turn on <laughs> niche, yeah. the, the, the tools yeah. exist to stop it if you can get a turn
1: and i think um i, I do want to add that like I think part of the reason why it feels so bad is that this is like the epitome of like a glass cannon build. Like you're like you're really focusing on just doing as much damage. You're all in basically. Like if your combo doesn't work, um, you're really. I mean, like. Uh, unless you have the chance to to like take out one or uh, hopefully at least two of the other opponent's team um you're kind of screwed just uh, similar to a double quicken team especially with like a hyper carry um like Leisha um if your hyper carry dies then you're it's basically kind of over right um so the the fact that like there's like kind of a high success um with using it Um, because people aren't really expecting it and like, like, how are you going to, um, like anticipate like this build uh, on top of everything else that in the meta, you know, um, it just, it feels bad that it's working because of how fragile
0: it actually is. That's a fair statement. Yeah. So, okay. So now let's talk about potential solutions, which we've already discussed are difficult, but let's just kind of work through it. So the first thought is be faster. What tools do we have to be faster? It's uh, I mentioned Frederick and Nivlo already, but do you guys have any other ideas for that?
2: So I've um like I've toyed around with units that can spawn. Uh, like, like, you know, we we're talking about a mash battle because this is kind of you know, what, what, what the situation is right now, right? So, if you, if you know your opponent is using this build and it's going to spawn right in the center, you want to also spawn right in the center and be faster. Uh, if you, you can use Frederica and Nivlu because uh, Nivlu actually doesn't work, uh, but Frederica does. Uh, she can get up to 126 agility if you don't use the Ras Ageti gun because that's minus three agility. And you also don't want to be using the Cacture VC because, like, again, she has very low uh, agility. Not agility. She has very low attack. So if she doesn't one-shot the like Glishala or Eldira, then there's no point, right? Uh, they're still going to get their combo off.
0: Now, if they're stern, though, then they have 127, right?
2: Yes. So, so, so what do you do in that situation? So you can't use her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm just going through the solutions yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I, that I picked yep. out.
2: And the other thing is that if Eldira is... Expect to uh, resist missile attack, and you don't want shot her. It's it's harder to one shot Glacial than it is to one shot Ildira because she's a mage and has lower HP. But if she puts on like a platinum robe, you can't one shot her if you don't have your aim buff first, because that that's a huge source of damage. So, uh, th- but that's that's all I could try with that. The other two units that I found that can. Uh, uh, Combat, combat this solution, sorry, this uh, problem is Kiza and Venera. Uh, Venera, if you use uh, her Thief subjob, she can go and steal time the
0: stern. But she spawns with uh, higher uh, yes. agility?
2: Yes. Uh, Venera can get up to 131 agility while holding secret orders.
0: Ooh, and you get the slash <laughs> bonus from that, which is nice, instead exactly. of having to, like, waste a slot, so to speak, on Kaktor. Yeah, like
2: like so that's the other thing. Like I'm trying to build a team that's like only, not only does like if it's only doing this, then it's kind of it's, it's kind of a waste because you're also going to be encountering other teams, right? Like I kind of want to build a team that still is, has a decent chance of doing something else. So secret roads on Venere, you can build a slash gamer on that, right? Um, and so you you have your uh, 131. So you don't have to use like the maximum. Agility, like so, I put like two boots on here or something
0: with the with the okay.
2: not two boots, but I put like Kiza's TMR one boots and Hermes, mean, Hermes sandals,
0: right? Hermes sandals. Yes. Okay. No, Hermes <laughs> sandals <with the> boots. <laughs> boots. I'm like boots, which boot? uh, Hermes sandals. <laughs> yes, Hermes. The least protective <laughs> boots we've ever seen. Uh,
2: so you don't like you don't need to put you can take the you can take Hermes sandals off and lose two agility and still be at one hundred and twenty nine. But the idea is that you would use her to go and steal time uh, the Keenblade user. And because the way that it's set up, the other two units only get 10% agility. Uh, sorry, 10% affinity in share of 20. Because uh, like, that's just how it is when you're spawning it to make sure that you go and kill it in the corner. So mm-hmm. because of that, if you steal time the Keenblade user, you, your other units will likely be faster than the Ildira and most likely the Hypercar- hypercarrier Winstern. So you can kill off the rune turn and their team is dead. So, uh, but you know you're, you're you're like you're throwing in a lot of agility. You need somebody to have the fifteen uh, percent agility card, either the Ram- Ramsar card or the Black Rose Helena card, and you need uh, Venera to hold secret orders. Okay. Uh, the third solution. And then is- obviously
0: uh, tune up and Thief Floor, I assume. Yes.
2: Yeah. You need both uh, agility passives to pull that off. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Did you have your fi- jobs all fifteen? Yes. Okay. Make sure. <laughs> no, you can't say. Of course, Daniel. Because that was not the case. Recently. I didn't even say it. I didn't. I didn't, even, I didn't even I, buzz in. You could I, just I, I you say saw that. your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, sorry. Uh, and
2: the the third uh, unit that you can use is Kisa. Uh, so Kisa can reach the agility of 130 with secret orders, uh, and so she can just go and charm blade, charm the keen blade user. If it's a, a stern, stern actually has minus five percent charm resist, so you'll very likely get that off. But it, it, if if it just so happens that you're fighting against somebody who is like charm resistant, she can also use steal time as well, so mm-hmm. she can pull that off as well. And um, a- again, like if, if the uh, people that you're fighting have like thirty Faith or something, and it's very hard to get that charm off, you can uh, you can steal time, or you can also just uh, charm the eldira.
0: Like Still you can
2: charm busy. any of them to busy, to. Yeah. Yeah, you can. You can. So yes, like he has like a lot of tools depending on how you want to play this, to to try to do something. Uh, And then Garvel might be able to get up to one hundred and twenty-seven agility with like Cacture VC, but I don't know if you want to go like he has because of his uh, passives, He has a lot of damage already, so he might still be able to get a kill with the Cacture VC and having Odin with like Man Eater or something.
0: Yeah, I mean like Uh, if you put Cacture VC on him and you have his five turn buff, like he still has sixty percent magic from that. That's more than Ramu, So like. Mm-hmm. Or at least from party obviously the bestow is different but I, I i could definitely see him actually being pretty useful for that uh once he graces us with his presence <laughs>
2: <laughs> so those are the those are the solutions that i found when you are fighting uh, when you're trying to take them head on by having them right in the center across from you by having somebody outspeed that like ridiculously fast uh keen blade user
0: I think I'm gonna have to play some I'm gonna have to build a team like that just to queue it in and try to find Keenblade people, which sounds like it's not gonna take that long. <laughs> uh, and see how that feels and if that solution seems like a viable route for the future. But okay. Now who was your like I like in your brain, like who would the third unit be for that a team like that? So I, so this is not the team that I built.
2: Like I um on I would only use one of these to uh, fight. Oh, so okay. for example, like I, I had like a Venera uh, Venera with uh, Little Leela. And I, don't, I think I used uh, Glashala as a third. And what I actually ended up doing was I would move Venera and Steel time, and then I would use my Little Leela on um, arithmetician sub to CT average. So I'm like, well, you're trying to take an extra turn. I'm going to do it to you. This is how it feels. <laughs> so uh, then like, I would just very easily clean up. Uh, so that was one team I used. Uh, Kisa is actually like, uh, I, like I don't like using charm. So uh, I'm building her now just to like play against this and like to see what it's like. But like she has like no resonance with anyone. I think she has like six resonance that's tetrasulfid. <laughs> <Aaron's. laughs>
0: I've been playing Golem Ziza. that's really fun. Yeah. She's like she's like forty nine defense or forty seven defense or something. It just runs up on people. <laughs> So awesome. uh,
2: yeah, so that's yeah. So I haven't really like you know like I I would I, I think I would prefer to use uh, Caesar again instead of Venera to tackle this using Charm, but uh, like I just I typically just don't play Charm teams. So uh, like it's not ready. Like for me to try this out against them, it's not ready. Right. Yeah. So kind of going off of that, like uh,
1: my perspective. Like I not only have I have I used this this combo, but I've kind of helped uh people kind of develop it <laughs> and i don't know if i feel guilty about Damn that
0: but, no, I was kidding.
1: <laughs> but um if
0: it wasn't you it was someone else
1: so. so yeah there's there's been there's some development um and that's one of the great things about our server is because the people that uh you have the chance to, to build these combos if you just you know ask for people to help you with matchmaking and stuff so join the discord um so in my experience like this combo, like really the the breaking the the turn order, so that um, they're not the only ones going first because of their super high turn agility. Um, like like you said, evade is probably one of the best ways to counter it. And something that that Locke didn't really uh, mention because he doesn't have the unit is Katon. Um, I think Katon is one of the best ways to counter this because she has such a high agility when you can tune her for it um she she has like similar like agility totals um if you if you try to build her for that um especially with affinity i think i i think the last time i tried to agility tune katone i got her up to like 135 or something like this and then that was like months ago but i think that may have included a a vitality buff so um regardless um when you're Specifically anticipating uh, somebody using this team, like if you see, like if you have the chance to match up against them, and you kind of anticipate this is what they're going to do. Um, uh, Kitone and, and in a dodge team, um, running up and Usus uh, uh, <laughs> It's kind of weird way of saying that. Um, she, she like she is enough of a threat, especially if you let her get the AP to be able to stop um, whoever she you know uses it on um if you can't hit her like if you can't hit the 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 targets like your combo is going to fail um so and in my experience like i haven't actually used her um to combat it because i just i haven't played somebody with this team in a while but um she is kind of one of my uh prime uh designated units to combat it just because of like her, her ability to disrupt the combo um, I don't, I don't really expect her to do enough damage either with, with drain force or with like one of her, like, even like, uh, like I think she gets doten. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think she really has the, the, the you, you can't really rely on her, uh, to do enough damage from far enough away until she gets close enough with like soldier sub job skills or, um, like, uh. To use her her LB or whatever, but um, just being able to run up and Utsusami to and, and having like a really low chance to hit her, um, it makes her enough of a threat to either have to focus her down and lose the rest of your you know use the combo on her specifically, um, or just it not working and she be, you know you've been able to really um, regain the advantage in the match.
0: And so goes. And dodge <laughs> like you walked exactly. up fuck the keen blade <laughs> yeah eat this, so, yeah, this you know, like, like
1: glacial is kind of a, a, a like a prime unit for me to use for the 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 keen blade combo like in fact like the one i've been using for months is like my cheese like um water team of glacial went to ramada and ildira and it's like I it just it, it was really nice using the siren vc for damage instead of like uh anything else so um
0: yeah, I think giving sure. up the two agility from Stern, like, it, if it literally becomes every team is Keenblade or Bust, you, you have to use Stern because you have to be the faster one, or, like, maybe you can find some other crazy tuning to do or something if... I, I don't foresee there being zero counters, but in that event. But, uh, Glacela being able to kill people, like, like doing a strategy like that, I think is also valuable. So, like, having that option, because if you do, uh like, OG Stern, you have to give up his... Weapon slot, I think. If you want him to be that fast, I don't know if you can take off the third, the second Hermes sandals or not, and still be able to do it. Uh, the same. I don't know if you still beat Shell or not. Um,
1: um, before I get, we, we get too far afield from before, before sure. I forget what I was going to say, sure, sure. Um, the thing is about this combo, like intrinsic to, um, like being able to get it off. Like you don't have any other time to buff up doing anything else but do this combo right unless unless the map provides for the the kind of range where you can get like the first turn buff and then get this combo off Um, which is which is doable you know some maps. um but like you don't have the chance to get an accuracy buff um, from like you know ruins turn for instance like you just go for the combo so like uh, that's that's another reason why a dodge team can be so effective and especially some of the Catone or even venera um, getting a like a dodge buff up or maybe even like a samurai like illusion or whatever possibly I think, I
0: think you no, do he, have time yeah you, you he get, does. yeah you get three turns you get a buff turn or an approach no, you and buff alternate yeah and then
1: yeah. you yeah, so, hit the third. um that <laughs> I almost took off not push the talk um that's that's like a kind of uh something you have to uh decide like the more you use this team, the more chance you have to do that like uh, do you use bells or do you buff accuracy like that kind of thing you know you do like you have to kind battles, of decide
0: accuracy kill yeah. yeah
2: so if you uh like if, if like if you're counting on a first turn kill we uh, just need enough AP to use Hazard Crush, really, right? Like, you don't, th- there's no, there's no we real tell, need to right? have, there's no real, there's no need to have anything else. So if, so, um, like, you, when you're building this team, if you have enough to get 36 AP somehow, then that's enough. So, like, th- uh, the person that I was talking to, I can't pronounce his name, or else I would say it, it's, like, PCY or something. It's, so it's, it's, lucky.
0: it's Lucky. It's Lucky CP backwards. Yeah. So, oh, okay. so we just call him Lucky, because that's what, yeah. Lucky.
2: Okay, so Lucky, um, like, he didn't have Fenrir uh, Esper. So he did it with, like, someone else that didn't have 36 AP. Uh, when, when you, uh, like, I think he used, like, Red Chocobo or something. So when you put that on Ruin's he doesn't get 36 AP. So I had to figure out some other solutions to get that up there. But if you put, like, a Fenrir on him, he has 36 um, AP, uh, with using one caster of for of Ruin, and he has 40% attack from that. I don't know how much attack, but he gets some attack from that, and he gets 40 accuracy from it. And it's enough to use one Hazard Crusher. Like, he doesn't need to use uh, Bells in that situation.
0: It's 40-40, accuracy and attack.
2: Okay, 40 attack and accuracy. That's, yeah. It's So that's why I found it very hard. I mean, uh, like, I, I don't have acres. I don't, I don't typically build, like, tanky characters to withstand this, right? my Like, it's just not my playstyle as well. But Maku said that he was able to do it. He was able to build a team that's tanky enough to survive. Like, all three of his members survived.
0: I wonder if that was his, uh, like... Halloween Rairyu, Katone, and Winter Venera team. So it'd be like you get the stacking health bonuses from the Earth Party up. He uses like Golem with Odin and like it's just a straight beef team. He, he I yeah, wonder if that's how he does me. it, but no, oh. it, was
2: a, it was Agrius. Actually, let me go look it up because I have it here. Uh where is Mako? Here he is. Okay, so it is... Oh, Dwayne. Uh, Dwayne with uh, Demon Wall VC. Uh, it's, sorry, not Demon Wall. Death Machine VC. So Dwayne with Death Machine. Agrius with uh, Fenrir VC. And Halloween Rairu with Solidus
0: VC. Okay. So, so that's how he did it. So what do you do against a Pierce team? What if they just do, like, Kane as the kill unit? Just like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> but I don't know if Kane can reach it, because... Uh, um, like he needs to have an LB that that can hit the corner, right? And I think you need an uh, AoE 2 uh, skill to do that. I don't think Kane's uh, LB reaches that far. It's only a
0: one square. Are you assuming spawning in the direct center? Yes. So my opponent who cleared me with Ruin Stern mm-hmm. um, started off to the side of the pillar, like not in front okay. of the pillar, but off to the other side, and I spawned the corner. And he was able to hit my two units that weren't in the direct corner. So they would have been, I think, it's two more spaces over. Mm-hmm. So since the big AOE was one short, I think if you use a small AOE, so like just a plus, but those two spaces over, it would hit. Yeah, okay, if, that's if, possible. Especially um, if he uses
2: like uh, his own TMR to get one more.
0: Uh, right, right, you can do that. You can do that. Like that yeah. So that into like some kind of damage buff into kill.
2: Yeah, and generally, like, in my experience, like,
1: having two out of the three of your uh, your team units, like, deleted, like, it's
0: pretty much over at that point. Right, right. System. Yeah, like, I lost my shell and, like, my Cecil. I think I was doing the triple, or the double quickened Cecil oh, team yeah, I remember cheese team. Hard and, to remember. Uh, I, have to, I have to forget that. Yeah, I, I think, or maybe my shell lived. Whoever it was, one of them lived, and it wasn't Cecil, and I was like, alright, we're just, <laughs> I'm done here. <laughs> uh, Yeah, it was brutal. but Interesting. Okay, so... Hearing the Venera solution is interesting. You said that doesn't require Cactur? Because you it can put not. on the secret, secret orders. orders. Yeah. Okay. So interesting, interesting. I hope we don't end up living in a world where this is all that's like viable. <laughs> like it's either that or exactly the team that beats it. And then if you're something else, you just don't fit anymore because <laughs> you'll just lose to either one.
1: Yeah. I think I think long term for me, like it's it's hard to imagine people not getting bored with it. Like like for me like I've I've been able to use this for like going on three months now, um, and honestly like, just like I got bored with like Ziza's like charm and stuff like after using her for months, like you just kind of get over it, (laughs) like it's 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 like it's it's a it's a tool to use and like if you're like in a rush to get your five daily matches or whatever out of the way like like yeah maybe you'll revisit it or whatever but I mean like to, to use the same thing over and over, um, unless you're like recycling out units and, you know, maybe you can't rely on always having the fastest unit or whatever. Maybe that, like, um, that kind of breaks down the the functionality of the combo, but, um, it's gonna, it's hard, like long-term speaking, like, so it's hard people for people I've imagine. talked
0: to. I've PM people that use it, yeah. like just use it. And they said they don't care. They want to win so they said like all i care about is my win streak and i want to win and if people can't counter that's like on them basically it wasn't that direct at the end but the the general idea was i just i want to win and i want my streaks like how long have they been
1: doing that though like how can how long can they keep that up
0: i think the mindset is generally i don't care how long it is (laughs) it's it's like until someone can stop it um yeah, even if you go
2: on for like a month, like how would that change? Match yeah. battles, I mean, right? like
1: if you're not having fun playing anymore, like I, I, can't, I,
0: I agree think. with you. But no, like, <laughs>
1: not, like having having used it for months, like like it just stops being fun at some point. And like if like the whole just wanting to win and like the like just in it for winning as opposed to in it for having fun while winning, I don't know. like, um it just it doesn't seem very um, what's the word uh satisfying long term mm-hmm. um okay. like i can't think of i can't think of the word um well, where like but- you keep you keep it going long enough for it to be like still rewarding but um yeah uh, i guess we'll have to see as the months go by
0: so one thing i did think of too that maybe this is true maybe it's not uh we'll have to see how it works out but ex jobs are a thing that are coming and along with the ex jobs we'll see some units get additional agility uh, not all of them get agility from their jobs, but some get like 4 or 6 here and there. Um, you'll see more health bars, like bigger health bars. Uh, if the elemental mastery stuff comes, we'll get the uh, the HP from that as well, based on how many of like whatever the units you have maxed out. So if you have a lot of ice units like I do, your aggregates will have a bunch more health. Maybe you can tank through it. So the additional stats from these could potentially help uh, just naturally filter this out if people can no longer one-shot you on the first turn just because you have higher base stats or continue it or it could go the other way which is the units get way more powerful and then it's more reliable so yeah it could go both ways um and i guess something to be said about the statues or the um elemental bonuses i realized earlier today was you get an elemental attack so they also get more damage so yeah it's (laughs) you get more hp than they get damage but i think because it's just based on base hp then the damage may outweigh it so
1: i think we'll see
0: Um, i'm hoping that it helps
1: i think i i'm anticipating like more tools to be able to um account for this kind of thing like isn't there like black rose helen or whatever like her tmr doesn't it grant like agility and a barrier or something um but you need to be able to use it. having having a unit fast enough to get off like a like a damage mitigation barrier or whatever. Yeah. Um, to be able to use on like a bruiser team or whatever. if you have like one unit that's really fast and the other ones that are really tanky or whatever. Um, I'm just anticipating having more answers. like what if we get like a dodge cover like tank or something like in the future or like you, a you like a, so having a tank that can uh, kind of cover for a, another unit taking damage by them taking it and then like mm. if they if they evade the the hits that they covered another unit for like that kind of like
0: dynamic um Would so it have that to you be a so like the closest unit they take damage for or something
1: i don't know like uh just from, just from other games especially like brave ex or whatever like um the the whole cover mechanic is something that i'm anticipating like eventually they're going to bring over
0: um did but you know have never... to, did they have to use the ability
1: I don't know. It's <laughs> usually, I, I would expect it to be like a passive or something, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm not sure. So, um, but like, th- like there's still things to look forward to in the future. I think that we um, can use to kind of mitigate this kind of
2: obscene niche cheese <laughs> stuff. So I, I actually ended up finding a much easier solution to this whole problem. Oh, by okay. playing against it a lot more. So as I said, if I like. I tried to tackle this head-on, and only found like those two units to to fight against it, like Venera and Kiza. And I haven't even used Kiza yet because I don't have mine built up. But uh, just thinking about it loud and like seeing it in play, I realized that Ruin Stern might have another weakness because only Stern is uh, has agility tuned to be very high. So uh, with this combo, Ruin Stern gets 110 CT, and uh, so he doesn't start the match with 90 CT. He starts with less than 90 CT. So the difference between what he starts and uh, the 110 added, the difference between that and 200 gives you a a small window of opportunity to still attack when he moves up to attack you. So if he starts in the center, on his first turn, he moves up and has to use the Roar of Ruin or some other uh, buff to bring up his AP to Thirty-six, so he can use uh, Hazard Crusher. If he doesn't use that, he he can only kill one of your units at maximum because, like, he he will not be able to, right? So, if he has to, so you know, as it goes, he on the first turn that he gets, he has to move up three spaces and use a buff, uh, regardless of what it, whatever it is. And then on us on the on the second turn, uh, if your unit is somewhere close to one hundred and twenty uh, agility, uh, you will get like, you will get a chance to go. Uh, when I was fighting uh, Lucky's team, as long as my units, like, one of my units is above 115 agility, they get to go before Ruin's So in my case, I was able to build, like, say, Federica and Nevlu to be 116, 117 agility, and they can both, like, shoot him and kill him, even without any buffs. Right? Uh, you chain lightning missile damage, and you, and you kill him, basically. Uh, so As we do. <laughs> so that's so that's another way of, of countering this. And that's easier, like significantly easier to build than like 128 agility, Venera or Kiza or something. So uh, that's the team that I've been using now, just to like, to, uh, I haven't, like I, I only came up with this like maybe four or five hours ago and I haven't played any Keenblade Blade users in, in the match yet because I haven't played 20 games, but that's what I'm anticipating to to fight against.
0: So another thought also that I've, I'm glad I remember now. Is uh, you could technically split your units at spawn. Mm-hmm. Also, you can do
2: that too. Yeah, I try doing that. Yeah,
0: but your other matchups are a little worse now because you don't have the same openers and the same you know area buffs. If you're using Mastry TMR or whatever else, you gotta you gotta be close enough to get together, which is too close for you know Hazard Crusher and stuff because it's generally the three or something. So that means that the five range will work out. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're against like a generally fast team or a team similar to yours—they're just always going to go first because they have the affinity and you don't. So, while it is a solution, it it would suck. Well, it sucks first of all that affinity exists. I think that's a garbage mechanic, and we don't need it because it'd be interesting to be able to spawn your units apart and not feel bad about it. And um, you could you could come up with cool strategies with that. But as it exists now, um, that is another idea do you guys think that's viable at all? I, I don't see it just because it hurts other matchups too. Again, though, if it becomes a big enough issue where this is too much of the, it's too saturated, uh, in the meta, then maybe it's a potential solution to consider.
1: So, uh, so like I mentioned, like, uh, I've tried, uh, I've tried doing that, like splitting, splitting your team up, like into opposite corners or whatever, or even just far enough away to maybe get back in range. Um, and i think you really have to consider like what units you're separating like if like if you're separating like a high agility unit like maybe Frederico, whatever like um being like you kind of force the this these this combo user uh to decide like what is the higher threat the one unit or the two units you know or like um it doesn't have to be like a high it doesn't have to be a high agility unit like frederico or like any of the other uh hyper carriers or whatever um it can be like in a team of bruisers or whatever like you know you're gonna be too slow to really do anything so um have like a like a high sustain unit like i don't know like I don't know. I don't really use Halloween Rai Ryu, but like, uh, I feel like he has some high sustain with his Drain of vacation, his Saintly Healing, uh, his Mortal Spirit, you know, that kind of thing. If you use a unit like that on on their own, who, who's just like a major threat just on their own, um, I think, I think it's definitely a viable strategy or even just like a fucking charmer unit, dude. <laughs> like, um, like being able to, to, to split um, the, the priorities for your opponents um, can, can, maybe work to your advantage.
0: Alternatively, the argument could be maybe they just don't even combo, they walk up and kill your solo unit by taking three turns because they're fast. Like Maybe they just do a keen blade and just go pop-pop-pop and they're dead. What is that worth? It? Now you don't lose two or three units, you've lost one, and maybe now you can counter back because their team is generally built their Keenblade carrier is, unless it's Glacial specifically, it's generally going to be a little weaker because they don't have uh, as much gear on them that's not for just pure speed. So maybe you, they're sort of on like a half unit down to start. And, and maybe there's some counterplay there. But
1: more importantly, maybe they're down AP and they need to rebuild it. you know? Yeah,
0: that too. Yeah. like So they still have the Eldera LB for value later. But yeah, I, I don't know. It seems. Like an option, I don't know if it's a good option though. Locke, any thoughts on the whole splitting thing?
2: Yeah, um, Lucky said he faced a, a player that did that, and he 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 never won against him. Like he he like he would lose. And he said it's not that he split them up like to opposite ends. It was still close enough, but just like six spaces away, so that you can't get you can't hazard crush uh, two units at once. So that's how he that's how he like he said. Do so you he, remember what the units were specifically?
0: Sorry, does he know specifically what the units were?
2: uh no i i I don't and he doesn't like i've asked him to reach out to him to ask that like he knows that player and he said that um he's a good player so he's he's, he thinks he's he does pretty well like against other matches because that was my first question like how does he handle other matches that that are not keen blade right um and he said he will ask and get back to me so i haven't heard back from him yet so i'm waiting for
0: that yeah because i uh trying to think of like what what team i'd want to do that with still fun yeah that's interesting summer lilith yeah right <laughs> just the the undodgeable barrage after yeah but any other thoughts about the keenblade stuff I we, we went pretty deep on it i think we got so at least maybe not a solution but some options for solutions or at least some counterplay and things to work on i know again not everybody has venera max not everybody has Frederica max even though there's friend friend metal so get on it uh <laughs> but there might be something that you have among this list. A lot of people have Ziza though, so that actually is good that if you can just stack a ton of agility on a you may be all right.
1: I think my last thought on this is that, like, it's fortunate that we haven't seen, like, a really high agility caster that starts with this, this pool of AP. I was thinking Sakura, but I don't think she can really get too high of AP, or uh, agility like that. We only get up she, there, but... Yeah um having a unit that starts with just enough ap to just like have enough turns to just wipe out your team especially if they have like a guaranteed hit at all like um can really like increase the chances of this um this combo like sustaining like the like moving forward you know
0: now, any, uh, I guess, to touch on the other sort of combined topic that I thought we were going to get more into, but maybe we don't even have to, but double Quicken in general, uh, Quicken and double Quicken, uh, kind of giving them the unfair and unfun check. Uh, <laughs> how do you guys feel about those as a strategy? I know bias because all of us use Quicken in the class match. So, uh, Lock, we can start with you. So, I mean, like, in, in terms of, um, like...
2: Like if if we had an option to say a unit cannot be double quickened, uh, I would support it. Like I, I think that's that's okay. Uh, but do I do I personally feel that double quicken or quicken is too much? I don't think so because I think uh, you know there are plays around it. Like for example, as I mentioned before, you have that uh, time window uh, to do something. You can sentinel up. You can uh, you know shield up. You can bulk up basically to survive the damage. Um. And um, and I don't know. Like it, it's it's a lot. It's sometimes it's a lot harder to play because I was playing against somebody today, and I moved a unit who uh, who was a quickener. I moved him. Uh, I moved another unit, and I had the quicken cast a quickener to cast something else. And they thought I was well. I was doing a big turn, and they had to like move up and use elder LV to like get out of the way. And it was just a haste, <laughs> right? <laughs> so so it's like uh, you know, like I I think um playing with quicken there's a lot more of a finesse and an art to it to you know to master it and so to me because of the the ceiling required to like play it really well i think that separates it from like eldera eldera lb plus keen blade because like that you know you don't really need to like it's just there right so that's so to me that's why i think it's okay but i i wouldn't like I would not be opposed to a uh like a, a nerf where you can't double quicken somebody. Like if you quick quickened you have to go a whole turn without getting the same effect or something. Like I would be okay with something like that. But I also at the same time I also don't feel like it's too much because of the reasons I stated.
1: Daniel? Yeah, I think I'm in the camp of unfun but not too unfair. Um like like I said earlier, like I I like that there's um, it, like it's a bridge um, between non spenders and spenders. It kind of like it's like it's like kind of kind of guns being introduced into like you know swords and bows or whatever. Like it's the kind of the great equalizer almost, um, or <laughs> one of them. Kind of less my train uh, uh,
0: Am I? Just want to make sure I'm understanding you. You mean quicken is a tool for lower spenders to keep up with higher spenders because it makes yeah. their the units that they do have better. Because they take two um, turns. Better, with the better,
1: better able to um, gain the advantage in the match versus somebody who has like sure. a full roster, that kind of thing. Yeah, like um, the way I've
0: said it is like, it, say a free player has a Phoebe. Like, say they they, they built Ruinstern, they were but free to play, but they grinded him out. They really yeah. wanted him. They, they saved up for him. They got him. Maxed him. Showa, Phoebe basically means they have Ruinstern, Glacela. Ruben stern. It's like it's like having your your good unit that you've invested time into yeah. is almost doubled.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean you you kinda you kinda really need like uh Aziz's bells to to sure, really sure, make sure. it work, but you know, it it can happen over the course of, you know, however long you've been playing the game. Um the reason I don't think it's unfair is that like uh so Vinny Vinny Valiant is a testament to being being able to be a non-spender and still Make it work and still excel at it um but i think there's a reason why um we don't see this this kind of thing like rampant like in every class match or you know every tournament every match or whatever um and i think it's because um it doesn't really matter which hyper carry you hyper carry you use like they all have a counter so um, the reason why it works so well, this class match is because of the specific, the, the rules of the class match that that let it, um, let that become a problem, a huge problem, which is why we saw so many double quick and like Lachellas and Runesterns or whatever, but like, it's not always going to be a thing. Um, so I think this really gave it the chance to shine, but I think it may seem like more of a problem than it really is within the confines of those rules, you know?
0: Namely, the missile resistance, making Frederica yeah. not as reliable against the Quashilla specifically. Exactly, yeah.
1: So, like, every like every hypercarry is going to have a counter. Um, And if you're anticipating, like, just in, a, like, a regular match or whatever, this kind of double quickened team, like, if you're using that team, you're going to really have to, like, like walk on eggshells to make sure you take care of, like, um your counter and, like, maybe the rest of the team. And, like, if you're fighting against it, then you can really, it, it kind of gives you more options uh, throughout the course of the match for... Um, maybe whatever kind of team dynamic that you're using against it.
0: Fair enough. Any uh other closing thoughts from you guys? I, I I basically would just be echoing everything you guys have been saying. So I'm not gonna No, I think that's all I got. Yeah, that's uh
2: like I, I think both of the like just LDRS uh LB and Keenblade, I think they're both very cool uh tools. And um I, I specifically think like, you know, uh, uh TMRs might Actually, be the thing that sets people apart. Like when eventually everyone will have like very good units, everyone will have a lot of VCs. And as soon as the match starts, you can see all that information. The one thing that you can't see is the TMR. So, mastering, you know, using the TMR, the correct activation, I think becomes like, you know, a very good skill to have. So, I think like I think it, it's a useful and powerful TMR. uh And I think the TMR itself is fine. I think it's just the combo when you're com- combining it to get an extra turn and obliterating everything extra two turns yeah, extra two turns uh, and obliterating everything before they get to move I think that's when it becomes too much but until then like in itself I think it's it's a pretty cool and nifty you know TMR to have right Uh, going back to
1: like my class match team for instance like um, Gilgamesh had uh, had glinting armor on he had the chance to use Keen Blade and it it really helped me win a couple matches um, against even like another like Quicken user because of just being able to have that that instant like fifty CT uh, to be able to have an answer against like uh, like the other Phoebe trying to quicken like their cane, like I was able to, I had already um, built up stacks against the cane, so my Glacial was able to leap strike uh, like instant kill Phoebe, um, only because um, where before I used Keen Blade, um, Phoebe was going to get off for quicken, but then uh, Google Mesh went, I was able to use Keen Blade uh, to bring Glacial up. Um, and before the quicken tick uh, got off, uh, so um, it's it's not just the whole keen blade uh, ildear's LB uh, combo. Like you can still use it in like a double quicken team as long right, as right. one of your time mages can use it. All um, right. So like that combo, I don't think has really been explored yet, but it's it's still quite as powerful.
0: Yeah, I've done uh, there there were matches where I had a Time Mage with Eldira, and I did like a weird I started casting Quicken on a unit. Eldira, LB took another turn with the unit casting quicken and the target. The target like buffed up, moved up. The the quickener moved, but I didn't do anything else. So the quicken was still going, and then quicken happened and I got to like advance my team and then the quicken went off still, which was kind of cool. Uh but I couldn't replicate it. Cause it was it was a weird like it was a turn two or three thing that i wasn't planning for just happened i was like oh that's cool but they're definitely cool tools and uh just together yeah it's a bit of a problem but all right i think that will wrap us up for this week Uh, i hope that was informative i know we kind of ranted it here and there and uh don't want to sound too salty but i mean you got to talk about problems when they arise and this is borderline problematic uh but at the same time there's light at the end of the tunnel uh Courtesy of Locke. <laughs> kind of talking me off the edge here. I'm, like, I'm about to go test Venera out in some live PvP matches. But until next time, I've been Zach Bro. I've been terrible. And I've been Locke. And we'll see you next time.